We start the Gemara on the bottom of the Flamar Aleph Amit Beis, the last line. Amar of Nachman. We learned yesterday where the Gemara brought the subject of a person sending his Eirov with a Shliach. And there was a discussion in the Gemara whether you could trust that Shliach to fulfill the Shlichus. If you send it with a Chereshet of a cotton, you can't trust him. But if you send it to a Chereshet of a cotton to bring to a Shliach that's going to place it down where it's supposed to be, so the Gemara said, Chazake Shliach Eisah that we could rely on a shliach fulfilling the shlichus. So the Gemara now says, Amar Rav Nachman, there's an argument here. Rav Nachman says, when it comes to something where you have an obligation to do we don't rely on this chazakah. When it comes to something with the Rabbanon, like what we're discussing here, Eid of Tchumen, Eid of Tchumen is an obligation only with the Rabbanon, so here, could rely on the shlichus. That's Rav Nachman's opinion. Rav Sheshesh says it doesn't make a difference. We're on the top of Lamed Beis. Rav Sheshesh says, whether it's Menatere, whether it's something which is a requirement, I could always rely on this Chazake. You see here from the very argument between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshesh that this Chazake is different than other kinds of Chazakes. Usually regarding Chazakes, we rely on Chazakes for anything, Menatere, Menatere, you could even rely on a chazake for a chi of misa and all kinds of things. Obviously, this chazake is less, it's weaker than a regular chazake. Some say this chazake is sort of beged the suffix. It's not a very, very strong chazake. So, we're not saying on it. With the we are. Others say that um, even if it's a stronger chazake, but since it's not as strong as a regular chazake, so Rav Nachman is saying that Rabbanon wa machmer, that minatayda you shouldn't rely on it. When Rav Nachman says, That's a chumrim in the Rabbanon. Minatayra, you would be able to rely on it for something minatayra. There's a chumrim in the Rabbanon that you don't rely on it. It's one, one detail here in the Gemara. That's the chiddush of this chazakah. Another point is, the Gemara here is discussing relying on this chazakah, l'kula. You want to use it l'kula to go, um, to, to, uh, because of this chazakah, right? But, um, or actually the Gemara wants to know, yeah, but when it comes to a case where you sent a, a person for a uh, get, for an isha, to rely on this chazaka of shleich aysa shlechusay, over there, l'kula alma, you don't rely on it. In such a case, to be matter and ish, ish, even if sheishis would be made that you don't rely on the chazaka of shleich aysa shlechusay. Maybe the chiluk here is over here because uh, you take away the b'chir from the person. Who's b'chir? Not taking away anyone's bechira. No, but you're dealing with Yenam's bechira. You have chazakis. But it's nishtazai because you have chazakis and shas benigeta a person all over. La moshel chazaka of enodem pereya teichs mane. There's a chazaka that a person won't be won't pay before his time. It's also something which is totally in das benayodam and in the bechira of a person. But it's the nature of a human being. You borrow money, you don't pay before the time. At if the person claims he did, we have a chazaka that he didn't. Right? And over there it's a chazaka, you could be mighty mammon with it, it's a very strong chazaka. Over here, the question is, when a person gets a shlichus to fulfill, could we rely, is it nature of the person that we can rely on it that he's going to fulfill it or not? This chazaka, it's, it's weaker. Chazal no, das benayodem, and chazal said it, this chazaka is weaker. From where do I have a right to my opinion that you always follow this chazaka even for something that's minatayra? 
The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Mishikarava Oimer, once you bring the carbon Oimer in the base of Mikdash, Huttara Chodosh Miyad. So the new, uh, the new Tvuah for that year, so you can't eat it until after you bring the carbon Oimer. As soon as it's brought, you can eat the new Tvuah for that year. Vahara Chaikim, people that are far and they don't know if the carbon was brought or not, Mutarim Mechatsais Hayoim Veilech. From Chatzais, they rely on the fact that the Kainim fulfilled their mitzvah and they brought it. Okay? says, The Isser of eating Chadash is a mitzvah in Atayrah. From Chatzais, people are allowed to eat the Chadash. So what do you see from here? Lav isn't the reason. So I see from here that I rely on the Kainim to fulfill their shlichas to bring the carbon. That's the Raya of Rav, Nach, of, of Rav Sheshis. So Teisus asks him this, what kind of a Raya is this? We're talking about something which is a mitzvah. They have a mitzvah to fulfill it. This is not a shlichas. Maybe this is different. The Kainim themselves have a mitzvah to bring the carbon maimer. So Teisus' answer is true. They have a mitzvah, but their mitzvah is to fulfill it all day. They don't have to do a dafke before Chatzais. They can do it the entire day. The fact that it says in this b'raisa that by chatzois, we know that they did their shlichis. So that's because they have a shlichis to do it in the morning and they do it right away in the morning. That they fulfill it in the morning. That's the chiddush, the only mitzad their shlichis that we say, Aisa shlichusa in the morning. So what does Rav Nachman answer to this? But Rav Nachman, hasam kidiktani taima. There, if you look in the Mishnah, this is in Menachis, it says, because we know that the Bezdin will not be lazy with this. It's not only Kainim, there's a Bezdin. There's a Bezdin of Kainim that's there to make sure that the Kainim do their jobs in the right time. So we're not just relying on Shlichus, we're relying on a Bezdin. That's different. So now others say that the, that the discussion over here went in the opposite. Rav Nachman is the one that brought a right to his opinion from here. From where do I know that you don't rely on Shlichus? In the Chazaka, that a person fulfills the Shlichus for something which is Menatayre, because it says clearly that the only reason you rely on the Kayanim is because we know that Bezdin is not lazy and Bezdin will make sure it's done. So what do we see? Bezdin with the Loim Only because there's a Bezdin there. That's why they're not lazy, so we can rely on this. But a Shliach, regular Shliach, you can't rely on it. A Shliach is, well, might be lazy. So, Rav Nachman has a right to his shita. But Rav Sheshe Samalach, Rav Sheshe says, Bezdin at Palge de Yayme. You can rely on the Bezdin for half of the day. Shliach, Kule Yayme. For the Shliach, you could rely on, after Chatzais, you could rely on the Shliach. But for the Bezdin, the Chiddush of the Bezdin is, you think you, you, that you could rely that it's going to be done without any atzlos, without any laziness, even in the beginning of the day. Amr Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes says, Mino Aminullah, I'll bring you another raya to my opinion. The Tanya, we learn in the Braisa, Ha'isha she'yeshaleh le'doi ziva. A woman that has to bring a carbon either for a birth of a baby or for a tomb of ziva. So what does she do? She doesn't have to actually bring an animal and be there with the animal. She does very simple. Meviyam mois, she brings money. V'neisthenes b'shoifer. She puts it in one of the boxes that were on the base of Mikdash where they collected the money for the specific carbonus. So there was a box for those karbanas that the kainim have to bring for this woman. And then she could leave. And at night she can eat, she goes to the mikveh and she eats kachim and she could rely on the fact that the kainim did their shlichas to take the money out of the box and bring the karbanas. My time, I rely on the kainim doing their shlichas. 
And for the Gemara, Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman says, Hasam Kedirav Shmaya. Here we could say like Rav Shmaya, that said similar to what we said before, Dom Rav Shmaya, Chazake, Eim Bezen Shlokainim, Eim Dem Misham, there's a chazake of also there's a, the bezdin of the kainim is not only there for the mitzvahs that have to be done for Klal Yisrael, like Karmaimer and the other things, but even for those karbanas for the yachid that was there in the box that they had to bring, the kainim were there and they stood there to make sure that all the money that was put into that box for the karbanas that had to be brought for that day, they made sure that the karbanas were brought. So we're not only relying on a shliach of the kainim, we're relying on the bezdin of the kainim to bring it. Um, Rav Sheshis, Rav Sheshis says, I have another ayah. We know I'm in a lot of Tanya, we learn in the Braisa. A person says to his friend, You can go and take from my fig tree, you can take figs. So this person is allowed to eat temporarily from these figs without giving any miser. The halach of miser is, if it's not brought into the house yet, and you're not establishing to eat it permanently, you're just eating outside temporarily, you can eat without Maeser. Now, if he is going to be eating it permanently, so then you definitely you have to give Maeser, you can be sure that the owner did not take any Maeser yet. Why could you be sure? Because this guy told you that you can take some fruits, but he didn't even tell you an amount, how much you could take. So why would the owner have given Maeser for you? He has no idea how much you're going to be taking. So, therefore, we say that the owner for sure didn't give Maisa for you, and you must take Maisa yourself. How about a case where the owner tells you, He gives you a basket, so he's giving you a certain amount. Fill up this basket with figs, from my fig tree. So again, we say, If it's just eating temporarily from it, you're allowed, without Maisa. But now, um, on the mai. Now you're going to have to give maiser, not as a vade, but it's a sofik, because the owner knows how much figs he's giving you. So it's very possible that the owner himself took maiser for you. Maybe not. Maybe he's relying on you taking the maiser. So over here, you have to take maiser because of a sofik. Did he give maiser before the figs are off the tree? No, no, no. So no. He's saying take it from the fig tree. True, but when you take the figs off the fig tree, the question is, is the owner that's also collecting his figs from the tree, is he going to separate maiser, keeping you in mind or not? So in a case where he gave you a certain amount, he know, the owner knows how much you're going to be eating, it's possible that his intention was that he's going to give maiser for you. Now, when is this said? When the owner is an Amoritz. But if the owner is a Chaver, which is a person that we rely on to do the Halachas of Maestras properly, you can eat from it, and you don't have to take any Maester. That's Rabbi's opinion. In other words, we rely on this Chaver, on this person to take Maesters for you. Huh? In, no, no, no. In this case where it was Kalkolazu, where he gave you a certain measurement. Rabshim Gamliel says, He also makes this distinction, but in the opposite. When is this said only by an Amoritz? When it's someone that is doing the mitzvah properly, you can be sure that this person did not take Maisa for you. Why? Because a person that's doing the Maisa properly, he has to take the Maisris with all the Pedis together. That's the Allah of Minamukhif. Minamukhif means together. So if you're taking your shear and putting it into your basket, he's not going to take Maisa for you. He's going to do his own Maisa's and you have to take your own Maisa's. So Fakat, if he's a Chavar, you could be sure that he did not take Maisa for you. That's Abshim Gamliel. 
Amar Rebbe, so who's Rabshim Gamliel? Rabshim Gamliel is Rebbe's father. Rabbi Yudha Nasi, his father, was Rabshim Gamliel, so he's arguing with his father. And now not only is he arguing, Amar Rebbe, Rebbe says, Nirin Dvarai Medivrayaba. My opinion it makes more sense than my father's opinion. Why? Motiv Shayachshadu Chaveirim. It's better that we should suspect people that take maestres properly, that they take maestres, not menamukif, that they don't take it together, and they, but they should be careful not to give an amaoretz to eat tevel. If you're inviting someone to eat from your tree and you're going to be makbid to give dafke together, so then you're being machshal, this person, of eating from the frigs without taking any maestres at all. Right? So there's two issues here. You have to take the maisa together, but there's also the fact that now this person that you're letting take from your tree might eat without maisa. So therefore he says, Rabbi says, it's likely, it's more likely to say that this person will not take menamukif and he'll take maisa to be sure that the amaoretz should not eat shalai menamukif. Okay, interesting. So the, the um, interesting thing over here is that Rabbi's arguing with his father. And not only that, he's saying, Nirin dvarai medivrayaba. So there's a halach of kibbud and the halach is that in front of a father, when a father is saying an opinion, a child is not allowed to say this. That nirin dvarai, that my opinion is, is better than your opinion. So Rabbi over here said this after his father passed away, or not in the presence of his father, shaloi b'fanov, you're allowed to say this. And we're talking here about divrei teireh, it's not a pistam, it's an opinion about anything. If it's a divrei teireh and not in front of your father, then you're allowed to say nirin dvarai. That's what Rabbi said here. So now the Gemara explains what's the raya to our case of whether shliach, there's a chazok that a shliach fulfills the shlichus. So the Gemara says, What is their argument about? The mar savar nechshudu. So Rabbi holds that nechshudu that we could suspect that a chover will take shaloyim and because he doesn't want the other person to eat without meiser. Umar savar loy nechshudu. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says no. The chavar is going to be machmeh for himself not to take shalom and amukov. That's their argument. Other than that, they would both agree that you could rely on a chavar on taking the miser for this person that's going to eat. So, huh? But he's a okay, and a chanami. But a chaver means really any person. Now, Amma Oret is a pesheya. Amma Oret is a person <coughs> that's uh, unique in the sense that he doesn't do mitzvahs properly. But a chaver is a right to any person. The, the thing that Rashi points out over here is, this is not a regular case of shlichus. A regular case of shlichus is where you appointed him to be a shliach. It doesn't say here that the person that is taking the figs from the tree appointed the guy to be a shliach. Elomai, so Rashi says that it's sort of self-understood. You have shlichus where you actually appointed the person to be a shliach, and then you have a case of shlichus where the shliach knows he has to do this shlichus without being appointed. So, but it's really self-appointed. Okay. Yeah, so self-appointed. So. That's why Chazaka, that he huh? it's self-appointed. That's so, so there's two shot them here in the Gemara. Rashi says that self-appointed is basically shlichus, and therefore we compare to a case where someone appointed him. The Ritva says... He's not a shliach, but it's actually a kal If in a case where a guy is not appointed and he's not a shliach, we rely on him. So in a case where I appointed someone, for sure I could rely on the fact that he's going to fulfill a shliach. Okay, self-appoint yourself, you, you make sure to do it. If you give your word to someone, if you give your word to someone, there's more of a chazaka. That's what the Ritva says. Once you give your word to someone, there's more of a svara that you do something. If you don't give your word to someone, it's you're self-appointed, so I'm not accountable. You give your word to someone, he's relying on you, it's, it's, there's, more, there's more of a chazakis, so that's a kavachaymer. 
I think that's uh, the nature of people. Maybe, I don't know. Okay, so the Gemara explains. But Rav Nachman, how does, what does Rav Nachman answer to this? Over there, the Pshar is like Rav Chanina Chuzah. The Omer Rav Chanina Chuzah, Chazokhu al Chavah, She'enem Moitzi Dovah, She'enem Mesukin Tachas Yodoy. Over here, we're talking about a Chavah, and there's another type of Chazokhe. There's a Chazokhe ben Egeeta Chavah, that a Dovah She'enem Mesukin, he's not going to allow it to go out of his hands, that, uh, that this Amorah should be Nechshal. And therefore, over here we have Sai Chazokhe Shleach Oysu Shlechusai, and Sai Chazokhe of a Chavah. So when you get to a regular case where you only have one chazake, who says you can rely on it? So the Gemara Vaita now, the Gemara comes back to explain this machloikis of Rebbe and Abshim Gamliel, the Pshat and this Braisa, even though it's not Negei really to the Hemshech of our Sugya, but the Gemara explains the Pshat and this Braisa. Om Amar, so what did we say here in this Braisa? So when you have an owner which is an Amar Oretz, right? So then you have this halacha that you can't rely on him taking Maiser. Avo Bechavar, but if you have a chaver, you could rely on him. So we're talking about the owner, which is an amaretz. But the ka'amaleleman, the person that he's inviting and sharing the fruits with, the person that's taking the fruits, who is he? If he's giving it to someone that's an amaretz, to an Amoretz, which is his friend, Maisron Demai. What does it say in the Braiser? That this Amoretz has to give Maiser because maybe the owner didn't take the Maiser. Mitzayis? Is an Amoretz going to listen to you? The person that's taking it an Amoretz, he's not listening to you. He doesn't take Amoretz is someone that doesn't take Maiser. He can't rely on him taking Maiser. So what's the Pshat that he's saying that this person has to take Maiser? Elo, so obviously, what's the Pshat in this Braiser? We're talking about an Amoretz, and he is sharing with a Chover to take figs from the tree. And in such a case, we're telling the Chover that the guy that's sharing with you the figs is an Amoretz, you can't rely on him, and the Chover has to take Maisus on his own. That's the, the ratio of the Braisa, when the owner is an Amoretz. So now, aim is safe. What did it say in the safe of the Braisa? Rebbe says, my opinion is better than my father's. Why? Would rather suspect chaveidim, to take truman, not menamukiv. And no, don't give ameya oretz, chaveidim should not be machshol, ameya oretz, to eat tevel. My boy awesome. Why are we saying that you're giving tea to Amayaretz? We just proved that in the Reisha, we're talking about a case where who are you sharing it with? You're sharing it with Chaveidim. And now we're saying that you're sharing with Amaratzim. And for the Gemara, Amar Avine, so Avine explains, yes, the Pshat and the Braise here is as follows. Reisha ba'amaretz she'omel ha'chover. The Reisha of the Braise is talking about an Amaretz that's sharing with a Chover. And there we tell the Chover, you have to take Maestres because you can't rely on the Amaretz. Seife, what is the Seife talking about? We're talking about a Chaver that's sharing with an Amoretz. And that, that's why you have the Svara, that the Chaver doesn't want to be Machshul the Amoretz, because he knows the Amoretz won't take Meisters. But what is it talking about? There's another Chaver that's listening to this conversation. And now the question is, this other Chaver that's listening to the conversation, could he rely on the Chaver that he gave Meiser already because he didn't want to be Machshel Dama Oretz or not? That's what it's talking about here. So what's the Machlaikis? Rabbi Sava, Rabbi's opinion is, 
So this chaver that's listening, that's listening to what the chaver, that's the owner, is telling this Amoretz could eat. He doesn't have to take any maiser. Because definitely the owner, the first chaver, the owner, he definitely gave maiser because he doesn't want to be machshul the Amoretz. So the second chaver, which is listening to the conversation, could go and eat from these fruits without a problem. He was never invited to eat. Maybe the Amoretz will invite him. He's, uh, <laughs> now, he's, the, the, he's, now the Amoretz has the figs, he can share with whoever he wants. So if he wants to eat from those figs, he can rely on the owner of, for giving the Maisa. <laughs> no, you can't eat until you take yourself Maisa. Because Chaveirim will for sure want to give Maisa together, and he didn't give Maisa for you. <laughs> And Rebbe responds, Let's, let's better suspect to give And we should not suspect them that they're going to be machshul and amoretz of eating something without maiser. Okay, so that's the pshat, poshet, the technical pshat, and what the case of the b'raise is. Now the Gemara explains so what's the basis of their machloikis. What is the basis of their machloikis? Rabbi Sava, Rabbi's opinion is Kalila. A chaver would rather be over a light iser, which is the iser of, of giving shalom and amukif. According to most opinions, taking maiser when it's not together is only a iser mid rabbonon, a gzeda, that you might give maiser and then you won't know if the maiser is there. And they wanted, the Chachamah wanted you should give maiser together. So it's a iser kalila, it's a light iser. In order that another yid should not do a, a, a big a, a big iser. That's Rabbi's opinion. Rabshim Gamliel says, that would be would rather say that a that a chaver should again He'd rather have the Amoretz do an even greater sir, but But he himself is not going to do a light iser. He's going to be machma for himself. Even if it's only a small iser, but not be over, even on a small iser, even though it's going to end up bringing the Amoritz to a greater iser. So you see over here, different approaches, very interesting. It can be very practical. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes a person has to be no, makel for himself. You have chumris of Yanis Cheshben. So Rabbi says, Minamukif is an extra chumra, but it's, it's a surah kalilo. Not on the cheshman of, of an Amoritz, which is in Isaraba. There's another point there, which Tesis brings up, and the Rishayinim all speak about it. This is, there's a Gemara that we learned in Shabbos that said, You don't have to do an Aveda just to be Mezachi Yebre. Exactly. When you have bread that one person put into the oven on Shabbos, if you leave that bread inside, it's going to bake and he'll be Chayev and Isaskila. So now that person left, and you can save him from that Isser by taking out the bread. Taking out the bread from the oven on Shabbos is Isser Midrabonon. In those times, you have to remove it from the walls of the oven. It's Isser Midrabonon. So, we don't tell a person, you be over Issa the Rabbanon to save him from an Issa Skila. The fact that he did the Issa Skila, that's a, you, you're not allowed to be over an Issa the Rabbanon to save him. So why over here does Rabbi say that it's better that you should do an Issa, a small Issa to save him? So there's a lot of answers. One simple and basic answer that Taisu says over here, Hachashani shuhu gairim lava, shuhu Over here, you're inviting him, you're sharing, you're telling him, go and take these figs, you're misleading him. He's relying on you, you're a chaver. 
He has reason to believe that you're giving the Maisa. So in such a case, you're going to have to be over Issa Kalila in order to save him from Issa Rabba. But Stam in a regular case where you have someone that's doing an Issa, and you're going to go and be over Issa Kalila to save him from Issa Rabba, there's no heta for such a thing. The Eibishter gives mitzvahs, every single mitzvah is, is the Eibishter's mitzvah. You can't exchange one for another. Why is the Talmud Khan called Chava? It's a good question. What's the shadish of that Lashen? Not sure. It's benigayet to dine trumas and maestres. That's the shadish of the lotion. It's a lotion that's used benigayet to trumas and maestres. And tomentara also, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's. Fun, fun. Right. You trust him. It's a lotion of trust. That what? Don't make a small because he's a chover and you, you, you can trust that he's going to do the chumrah menatayra. So over here you can trust that he's doing the chumrah and he's not. It's all soft, soft. The fact that we trust that he's going to be mekayim everything properly to the letter of the law. Zakta Mishnah. You placed your eight of tchumin on a tree higher than ten tvachim. So it's not a good eight of. It's too high. If you place the Eidav on a tree below 10 Tvachim, then it is a good Eidav. If you place the Eidav inside a pit, even if the pit is deep, 100 Amas, it's a good Eidav. So the Gemara is going to explain the exact Pshat and what the case of this Mishnah is. The Yosef Rav Nachman Gabayu and Rav Nachman was sitting with these three Amiraim, the Yosvi, the Kaomri, and they sat and they said as follows Hi, Elon, this tree here that it says in the Mishnah, the Koi Hech, where exactly is this tree? Elaim with the Koi Bershusa Yochid, if you're going to say that this tree is in the Rishusa Yochid. So, what's going on? The person is making a native to Chumin and he wants to establish his dwelling in a Rishusa Yochid. And he has there a tree in the Rishusa Yachar and he's looking for a good place to put down his food for his Eidav. If so, Mali Lamaila, Mali Lamata. What difference does it make how high up in the tree you're putting your Eidav Tchumen? Rishusa Yachar, Eila Adla Rekia. The halacha of Rishusa Yachar is that it, it extends all the way up to the Rekia. So wherever you put your Eidav, you're establishing your dwelling for the Eidav Tchumen. And the place where you're putting the food is all in the same Rishus and you could access the food either way. Doesn't matter how high it is. So the Elah, so it must be the Pshar is the Koi Bereshusaravim. The tree is in the Bereshusaravim. And so now, Frekta Gemara, the Neskavim Lishpois Heiche. Where was your intention to make your Eid of? Where are you going to be dwelling for your Eid of Tchumen? Ilaim the Neskavim Lishpois Lamailo, if your intention was that you're going to dwell, you're going to be over there on top on the tree, on a branch in the tree where you put your Eid of, that's where your dwelling is going to be. What's the issue? Huveiruve Bimokim Echad. So you're together with your Eid of. Not a problem. Even if it's higher than 10 Tvachim, right? If it's higher than 10 Tvachim, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a branch of a tree that's 4 by 4 Amis wide and it's 10 Tvachim high. So it's a Rishus HaYachid, right? It's above the Rishus HaRabim in that height. It's a Rishus HaYachid. But if you're going to dwell there, so then you're together with your Eidav. Elah, so obviously the case of the Mishnah is the Neskav and Lishpais Lamata. You are, you're establishing your place for your Eid of Tchumen that you're going to be below in the Rishus HaRabim. And your Eidav is on the top, on the tree. So that explains the Pshad of the Mishnah. If you're putting it on a branch in the tree that's below 10 Tvachim, so it's not a Rishus HaYachid. If you put it on a branch in the tree that's above 10 Tvachim, it's a Rishus HaYachid. You won't be able to access your food on Shabbos. You're under Rishus HaRabim and your Eidav is under Rishus HaYachid. That's the issue here. It's a what? Oh, that's the Gemara's question now. So now, now the Gemara brings that up. 
But if you're placing your aid of the food down on a, on a branch of a tree, you're using a tree, and there's an Iser to use a tree on Shabbos, because you might come to pull off a branch on, from the tree. So even if it's below 10 Tvachim, you still shouldn't be allowed to use this. So actually, this question of the Gemara is not so poshit. The Rishayim all discuss this question in two aspects. Rashi says, why doesn't the Gemara ask a better question? We're talking over here about a branch that's four by four Tvachim wide. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a Rishayim if it's above 10 Tvachim. So it's four by four Tvachim wide, and it's above the Rishayim Rabim, higher than three Tvachim. What's the Allah of such an area? A Carmelis. That area is called a Carmelis. It's not part of the Rishayim Rabim anymore. So instead of the Gemara asking that you're using a tree, the Gemara could have asked a different question. You'd be taking your food from a Carmelist to the Rishus Rabbim. And there's also Ism Darabana for that. So Rashi here says the Gemara could have asked that question, but it's basically asking a similar question. Carrying from a Carmelist to the Rishus Rabbim is Ism Darabana. Instead, the Gemara asks that using the branch of the tree is also an Ism Darabana. That's one point. Another point that the Ran and other Rishayim discuss over here is that how are you exactly using the tree? The issue of using a tree in Shabbos is if you move the tree. Stam, if you have food on a branch and you're taking off the food and you're not moving the branch of the tree, there's no problem. So really, huh? Every is like Right? So over here, there's only an Isser to move it, to shake it. So what would be the issue? So there's different Pirushim, but the simplest, simplest Pshat in the Gemara is that because you're putting your food there, you're going to have to get it off, or chayshish, that when you take it off, you're going to be moving the tree, and therefore, it's going to be part of this gzayr mit Okay? So what are we talking about over here? Zakti gemare, lo'aylam, we're going to stick to this case. Really, the case taki is, the koi b'rishusarabim, he's in the rishusarabim, v'niskavim lishpais lamato, and that's where he wants to establish his dwelling for the aid of tchumen. V'rebihi, and this is following the opinion of Rabbi. What's the opinion of Rabbi? The Omar Koldova Shuhu Mishum Shvos Legozru Olov Ben Ashmoshes. Any Ismid Rabbanon, they were not Geyser Ben Ashmoshes. And therefore, the time when the aid of Tchumen has to take effect is Ben Ashmoshes. Ben Ashmoshes, there's no Gzeir of Shvos, and therefore then you were able to access your food, and it's good. The aid of Tchumen took effect, even if later on Shabbos you won't be able to use your food. Amalur of Nachman. Rav Nachman said on this pshat, Yeyasher. This is correct pshat, like uh, Yasher. This is like, thank you for this pshat. This is the correct pshat. V'cheinam Shmuel. Shmuel said this as well. Amru so they said to uh, all these Amiraim that were here, said to Rav Nachman, Pasrisu ba kulahai. Did you go through, did you, this is the way Shmuel Taka learned it? And he went through this whole discussion of how to learn all the options of how to learn the pshat of the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Inunami hachi kapasriba. Why are they wondering? Why were they wondering whether Shmuel <coughs> taichet this way? They they also taichet this way. So this is the correct pshat. What what's the problem? Ela hachi This is what the Amiraim said to Rav Nachman. Kav isule begemara. Did he just uh, suggest this pshat, or did he actually establish that he was ikaveya that this is the correct pshat on the Mishnah? They wanted to be sure that Rav Nachman actually established that this is the correct pshat. Amalahu in. So Rav Nachman said, actually about Shmuel, they wanted to know if Shmuel established it, this is the Pshat. So Rav Nachman says, yeah, Shmuel, this is the Pshat, it wasn't just a suggestion, but this is the Pshat that he established. It menami, we also learned that Shmuel said, uh, that Rav Nachman said the name of Shmuel, Om Rav Nachman, Om Shmuel, Hocha bi'ilon ha'oymid b'rshusarab maskinon, we're talking about a tree that's in the rishusarabim, Gavoya asar v'rocha varba, and the branch of the tree is tall ten tvachim, and it's wide four tvachim, v'niskav and lishpa islamato, and he is intending to uh, be below, and v'rebihi, and 
when the branch is below ten tefachim, the reason you can use it is because it's following the opinion of Rabbi. The Oma called Davish Shuhumishim Shvos Legazer Olav Ben Ashmoshes. Anything that's a Shvos, Chacham will not go to Ben Ashmoshes, and therefore you can access the food at Ben Ashmoshes, and the aid of Tchumen takes effect.